Scientists under the shower. Here we are, uh, as every second uh, uh, second Tuesday of the of the month, uh, with a special guest, very special guest because uh, uh, because it was my first guest uh, almost uh, actually two or three years ago. We don't remember anymore. Probably two. Oh, can you talk? Three years ago. Oh no, probably it's the other. Wait, can you talk? Three years ago. Yeah, there you go. So it's the other microphone. Good. Three years ago. Three years was, ago. was September. Yeah. All right. It's uh, Rajat, or Rajat, actually. Now I learn uh, your, <laughs> properly your name. Raj, uh, ra, <laughs> I already forgot. Rajat, 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 yeah. Rajat Thomas yeah. with us. Uh, background in astrophysics, but we talk about that in uh, one second. Before, I want to, um, yeah, I want to really renovate uh, my, uh, the, the, the how proud I am to have you here. I remember uh, the first time I actually, I remember the paper with everything written. I was super emotional. Now probably with cabor or beers, <laughs> I'm uh, just uh, more at ease. Uh, so as I wrote in the, in the post on Facebook, uh, uh, so you, you might wonder why, uh, so I put this, uh, this uh, song, uh, which was the, uh, the, the soundtrack from back to, to the future, because in the last t 10 days I was in Greece. So I was trying to understand try tried to reach wisdom, the classical, uh, the wisdom, the classical beauty, uh, on the pureness of knowledge. And now we are back to the future because uh, the theme of tonight would be the artificial intelligence. We are here uh, with an expert on it, although I, I anticipate that this uh, is uh, an expert background in astrophysics. So, hi Rajat, can you tell us probably in a more detail uh, what are you? 
Yeah. Are you a First robot? Of all, thank are you, you a robot? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you real? Because... I, I, I hope I'm real, yes. Uh, thank you again for having me. It was a pleasure the first time. And I'm sure it'll be great this time. Um, yeah. Uh, so how did I end up doing AI? It's a long-winded story. Uh, but it all boils down to sometime when I was in Canada doing my postdoctoral research in astrophysics, uh, I became fascinated by the human mind and I really wanted to understand it. And therefore I took up this position, which you very well know at the Netherlands is for neuroscience, where I did some, uh, uh, you know, a new human uh, cognitive neuroscience. Um, but then after a few years of that, I realized, uh, in fact, I remembered uh, what one of my uh, favorite heroes used to say, Richard Feynman, is he said, if you want to understand something, you need to build it. <laughs> okay. Right? That so that sense. got me thinking that if I really want to understand the human brain, I probably should um, move on building one of those. Okay. And uh, it also happened to coincide with the tremendous rise of the... Uh, uh, what uh, is called the second revolution of but, but, the artificial intelligence. But yeah, before before talking about uh, in specifically about uh, um, artificial intelligence. Yeah. So is there some commonalities? Is this something in common? Because I just uh, uh, just said that uh, you had a background in astrophysics. Mm. Uh, then uh, you went to neuroscience. Actually, we were kind of we work in the same office. Yeah. Uh, is there some so, something in common? Uh, between astrophysics, neuroscience, artificial intelligence. Well, what is... So, what, 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 hmm. so did, did, or I mean, let's put it another way. Did the, your background in astrophysics uh, help you in, uh, in uh, this new so, award? So what is common in, in one word would be the underlying math behind the whole thing. Um, in fact, uh, sort of as... as uh, uh, As a matter of fact, it turns out, at least in the Silicon Valley, that most or a lot of the new data scientists who have had their PhDs are PhDs in astrophysics. Really? Yes. So <laughs> if, you, if you plot a histogram, you find astrophysicists <laughs> to be an outlier. And they seem to make up uh, a bulk of data scientists uh, in Silicon Valley. So um, meaning that, uh, so you guys are used, I mean, also intuitively makes yeah. sense, to big uh, data exactly. sets. Exactly, absolutely. So we're used to big data in simulations we do, uh, big data in the, uh, you know, outputs of most telescopes these days are massive data sets. We're talking terabytes a night, okay? okay? And we build massive pipelines to analyze this data, to find patterns in this data, to detect stars and asteroids in this data. So going from there to... Uh, making something, a uh, recommended system for Netflix is a piece of cake. So, <laughs> so. Okay, good. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. So, so that, that's. If we want to, I mean, build up uh, a startup on this regard. So call me. I will, absolutely. I will, Anytime, make, I will make all the communication. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> I will do the PR. 50-50 though, eh? 50-50. 50-50, absolutely. That's how we start. Okay. Yes. Okay, so this bring, brings me to, to my next question, uh, meaning, so what actually is, so we're talking about big data set, obviously, the general, our audience wouldn't know what big data set uh, has to 
do with uh, with artificial intelligence because i would like to ask you what is uh, according to you uh, a, a good a proper definition of artificial intelligence and whether there are i mean whether there are a unique yeah. uh, definition whether there are several whether you guys agree yeah upon. i think I, th i think the first part of your question was the right one it that is what is the definition of ai or artificial intelligence according to me because there is no unique definition out there and i can tell you even some of the world's top ai scientists could tell you there is there isn't one okay it depends it depends on whom you ask so for me uh, it could be a many number of definitions like ai could be the the science and engineering of building anything intelligent okay what do you mean for intelligent exactly so that's the <laughs> that's the problem right okay. the problem is in ai is not the artificial part that people understand the problem is intelligence so the fact that people are not able to define ai boils down to the fact that we're not able to define intelligence perfectly right so there is no unique definition for intelligence if you wish and it's a moving target Like a few years ago, um, detecting what is a cat or a dog in an image was considered intelligent or detecting numbers uh, on a digit, uh, sorry, on, a, on, a, on an image was considered intelligent. Not anymore, right? We consider that, you know, simple task to do. So it's a moving target. And as and when we get more and more sophisticated to understand these things, also our definition of intelligence and our, um, how can I put it? Our, our aspiration for what AI should be also mm. would change, right? It probably is, okay, this is probably a, uh, a bit a provocative or real question, I don't know, you might judge, but uh, is the final target the human intelligence or can go this definition of intelligence uh, on and on? It, it definitely is not human intelligence. I can tell you that much because we already know that anything we build uh, is going to be faster than the humans, right? We, I mean, when we, we used to be good at calculations, when we built the calculator, there was no way any human was going to beat a calculator at the speed at which you do the calculations. In the same way, what is keeping humans apart today is not our speed because we are quite dumb when it comes to speed yeah. uh, because our human as you know very well our brain works mostly on sort of chemical signals um, and the electrical signals that are propagated are at a much lower speed than in a semiconductor device so speed is not something we can match these things in it's all about the algorithm that we use in our brains are supposedly more sophisticated than what AI is using these days. So what keeps us apart is, is the fact that we possess better algorithms. But if we are able to crack that, <laughs> right? Yeah. And yeah, and then, then there is no limit, right? We are not bound. Uh, and the AI is, you know, not, not only not bound by speed, in fact if i think about it they are not bound by space itself like our intelligence is often bound by the fact that we have eight inches of gray matter between our skulls it makes me think about actually that's actually what uh, i was thinking about also uh talking with you make me think about this uh, movie her 
Have you mm-hmm. watched that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this, uh, I mean, just summarize this guy who fall in love with a, um, with a... Uh, Operating system, essentially, I think. Operating system, thank yeah. you very much. Uh, yeah. With an operating system uh, who was not limited in this space because this operating system, I'm spoiling a bit the movie, uh, was actually, yes, in love with this guy, which was, I mean, uh, a human uh, being, but also in love with thousand others yeah. in the sense that indeed was probably not also emotionally yeah. limited. Okay. Yeah. Uh, probably, uh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Very great introduction to the artificial intelligence, which make us uh, even more cu- curious of what there is gonna uh, come later. Um, so uh, I will just... Uh, now put a very nice song, which uh, has a reason for, because uh, we, and I'm gonna mm, told you about a bit after the song. Uh, but I also want to remind you that if you have some question, any question, I know that uh, the um, the topic is might, might sound difficult, but if you have any question to our uh, guest uh, Rajat or to me, uh, you can uh, do it by uh, sending a message on uh, my WhatsApp on uh, or my uh, Facebook. So now I will leave you with uh, Mina with uh, Se Telefonando. Fala 
And welcome back to the Bold Scientist Under Shower today with uh, Rajat uh, Thomas and uh, with uh, artificial in artificial intelligence. Uh, why uh, this song is telef uh, "Say Telefonando" um, by Mina? Because actually there is a, a very nice uh, event uh, happening uh, next month. You should come, uh, Rajat. Mm -hmm. Is um, is a theater performance? Actually, okay. there are two theater performance. Uh, yeah, probably it's not very um, very uh, easy for you to come because it will be in uh, will be in Leiden. Will be Leiden. Uh, Leiden. Uh, so there will be two uh, two shows, one after the other, uh, by the an Italian director. is called uh, Annibale Ruccello. And there will be two performances. Uh, one is called uh, Anna Cappelli, and the other from the same author. And after uh, a, a break with some uh, uh, something to eat, there will be uh, the other one is called uh, Le Cinque Rossi di Jennifer, where I will be oh, one of the two protagonists. Awesome. I will be a transsexual. Uh -huh. I'll be there. <laughs> Without her. I'll be there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Although it's in Italian, uh, Raja. Doesn't matter. Also because, I mean, uh, Am I wrong? Oh, you are actually married uh, with uh, an Italian. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, I think she's listening in. Hello, Teresa. Oh, hello, Teresa. Hi. <laughs> actually, I just uh, uh, said to Rajat that your uh, wedding uh, uh, day was uh, is also part of my uh, anniversary with my girlfriend. So it's something that is... So a, a circle is closing. <laughs> and actually, the biggest news is... Yes, is is that you now have a eight month old beautiful oh, boy? Oh, nice. yes. Let's say I do not. I think yeah. I think no. is fast asleep, but <laughs> <laughs> he'll not, uh, yeah. he's not listening. He's not listening. Okay. Probably well, he will. He will. He will. He will. He will. I'll, he will. I'll, I'll share the recording with him. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, we did the the advertise to this uh, great uh, uh, B. Uh, be theatrical performance in uh, uh, in Leiden. So now let's now let's go on. Let's be a bit clear on uh, what uh, what is the link between the big data set and artificial that we talked about at the beginning with the artificial intelligence. Yeah. Why so to be intelligent? Hmm. A a a a, uh, a device needs to allow. Yeah. Needs that, allow that, that's funny, right? So the funny aspect is, yeah, big data and AI go together. Because AI is stupid. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> to start that, with. Yeah, that's the answer. Yeah. Because we as humans, we don't need big data. Okay, We're very good at what technically is called few-shot or one-shot learning. That is, if you tell a kid, uh, that's a bus. Um, and everything that kind of looks like a bus, he will know it's a bus. But an AI system, if you tell us a bus, They'd be like, okay, show me another one million buses. <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And that, because otherwise, you will recognize as a bus only the one. Exactly. And that is the sort of, uh, it's kind of a dichotomy, right? Because on one side, you call it AI. On the other side, you say it's, it's AI because it needs uh, like a gazillion examples to learn from. And that is one of the biggest problems today. And that is actually the reason why AI is becoming popular today and not like 20 years ago. 
Right. Ah, right. now there is another question coming, yeah. natural question. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the artificial intelligence, so we we got a, acquainted with the, with this term uh, in the in the last, I don't know, how many years? Last de- decade, a bit more? The public, maybe, yes. Yeah. Yes. But uh, it was the first time that, uh, so... The, that, the, the term artificial in, intelligence was cognated uh, uh, in the last, I don't know, 15 years? So there was yeah, so, something uh, so, before someone so had this idea. A professor of computer science from MIT, John McCarthy, well, is often credited for coining the term artificial intelligence, right? Which is? Which is in the 1960s. 1960s? Right? Yes, absolutely, 1960s. Oh, incredible. Yeah. Actually, it's, it's funny. Uh, uh, If you, there are some old YouTube videos you could dig up, right? Now, let, let me ask you, what are the kind of questions we're debating today? For example, like, yeah, will AI take away all the jobs? Will, ah, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, will AI surpass human intelligence? Yeah. Uh, will AI help humans or harm humans? See, yeah. all this. We'll, debate, we'll be slaves. Exactly. And it sounds like a, you know, hot new topic, right? But if you dig up some archive videos of 1960s, you can see legends like Shannon, uh, without which we would not have any of the communication we have today, um, Selfridge, and these are like big names in the 1960s and so on, talk and debate about the same questions because the same hype was present in the mid 1960s, right? Because they thought within their lifetime, they're going to achieve all this, right? That is it. We have cracked the code for intelligence. And they were like, that was the first sort of AI hype cycle, I would call it, right? It was crazy. What happened then? Well, so what, then what, the 1960s. What, what was the problem? What was the limit? Why they, they, managed, they, didn't, man, they didn't manage to achieve what they... Well, they, they managed a lot of things, mm-hmm. right? They managed a lot of things. They discovered a lot of fantastic algorithms, which is even being used today. Um, but the hype was so much, right? That the hype was like, oh, we, we're going to get to like human intelligence. So you're going to have like robot partners. Um, that didn't happen, right? That didn't happen. Uh, and the biggest problem was a lot of money was being pumped in, like it's being done today. A lot of money was pumped in, in the ni- late 1960s, early 1970s, both, you know, across the pond from UK to the United States. But there was nothing to show for it, okay? And, and then the UK government uh, enlisted uh, uh, somebody called Sir James uh, Lighthill, I think. Yeah, Sir James Lighthill to write a report on the impact of AI. And that report was quite damning because what it essentially said was AI was nowhere close to rule-based systems, which is basically the kind of programs we would normally write, okay? AI could not achieve any of these things, okay? And that report basically killed AI in the UK. And the same frustration was being felt in the US at that time as well. We're talking mid 1970s, 1973, 1975, lots of common funding being slashed. And- Because uh, the results were not evident, were not 
Yeah, but they could not match rule-based systems, right? Like, um, because the can time, you explain us? Uh, yeah, like for example, if you wanted to fly an airplane, right? You 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 needed accurate uh, algorithms to calculate. Uh, I don't know wind speed, how much the rudder should be up or down, and all the kind of stuff. And the AI could not do that, right? Oh, we, later we can uh, talk about base. what is AI meant to do, but this had to be precise calculations, and a good engineer with a good background in aeronautics, could write algorithms so good that there was no AI to surpass that. Right? Okay. okay, okay. So basically AI could not learn because this is the other. AI, AI was meant to learn, but it could not learn to a degree to surpass specific algorithms, right? Okay. Specific, uh, like experts to do something. Okay. Uh, it's like, It's, it's something like saying, yeah, I will train you uh, to become uh, the hunter uh, in, in, in the Maasai Mara, right? But there's no way you can defeat the Maasai, yeah. okay? okay? They're the best in the business. Okay. Okay. So there was, the AI could be trained to mimic or to do very close, but they could never beat domain, what they call domain experts, experts in that field. And they could probably not generalize to another environment. They could not generalize. There's, you know, they fancily sometimes call the no free lunch theorem, which basically means that uh, you had, if you wanted to really do good in one topic, you need to be a specialist in that topic. And the promise of AI was generalization, like you said, right? Like um, you design one system and it can do many different tasks just like humans. Yeah. And that was not the case. What changed? No, so, so 1970s was like that, right? And then in the 1980s, there was a slight revival uh, because the Japanese, they said, okay, we're going to put in the money because, uh, <laughs> and they failed as well. And uh, UK, just to keep up with the Japanese, also spent some money. <laughs> and we're talking 800 million pounds in that era, which is, it's a lot of money. 800, 800 million pounds in, 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 the, in 80s. the 1980s. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Oh my God. And all they could show for it is zilch, nothing, right? And that basically was the final nail in the coffin for AI, done. It was so bad that AI, saying AI, the word AI was a dirty word. Oh, really? Yeah. And <laughs> all these algorithms that was developed, they removed the AI, the, the word AI from it. So that became now known as search algorithms, which Google is based oh, on, yeah. right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Expert systems, um, optimization. All these are inevitable, like amazing achievements of so-called AI research. The only thing they did was remove AI from all these things. Okay, so that they sounded legitimate. Uh, I see. Okay. In fact, there's the funny stories, if you like to hear one, is, is about these, um, uh, the so-called deep learning scientists who won the Turing Award this year. One of them is a, is a legend called Jeffrey Hinton. And uh, before the 2000s, and also into early 2000s, when they used to go for a conference, he and his students, nobody wanted to talk to them because they were the only ones doing AI. And they thought these were like hippies, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's not inter let's do serious stuff here. And let's keep <laughs> Hinton and the students away, right? 
So there was there was basically no trust at all or what they no trust not on, not only that there's no trust they thought anybody doing that is yeah, out of their mind yeah I see right. great so now we're gonna put another uh song actually which is pretty much uh yeah this this actually the 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 title of this song has two meanings but we like to take the one that is closest to our topic which is Uh, the, the title of this song from Foo Fighters uh, is The Pretender, which also can mean the, the simulator, the one uh, that, that pretend and that, 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 that simulate, that imitate an uh, action or uh, something like that, which is pretty close to our uh, artificial intelligence theme. So from Foo Fighters, The Pretender. Big 
Pretender, The Pretender from Foo Fighters. Actually, if uh, you are acquainted with the videos, there are this, this big army of black people that look like robots and stuff who are fighting the humans who are the Foo Fighters. And this would be probably a bit at the end of the, um, the show, the, our topic, whether the artificial intelligence can defeat humans. But we're going to talk <laughs> about that a bit later. Uh, because I think uh, 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 Rajat uh, is all excited talking about that. Mm. But before that, uh, we want to continue upon what the, we, we uh, discussed uh, before. Namely, um, we talk about the, 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 say the bad period, the winter, right? The AI the winter, winter indeed. Of the AI winter. So the AI winter, you know, you could say lasted from the 1980s to early 2000s, mid 2000s. What about now? So huh. can we define it, define this period as, as a second then revolution of Absolutely. Of it is indeed a second AI revolution. By no means the first of the AI revolutions. It sure. is the second. We learned about that. Yeah. And um, so what the, what then is the, uh, so first of all, why, why, why uh, just now uh the, the the ai became so popular what a breakthrough what are the the application why so all over the place why why we 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 are considering like a lifesaver nowadays so um too what changed right? too many questions uh, yeah no, but what what actually changed is is almost nothing in terms of the ai algorithms itself I'm not talking about right now, right now a lot of things have happened, but I'm talking about the period when AI started to be revived again. Algorithmically speaking, not too many things changed. What really changed was, believe it or not, the internet, <laughs> all right? What did the internet bring to us? Basically connectivity and the ease of accumulating and storing large swaths of data. Like, like, like we discussed uh, a bit ago, uh, AI, the stupid AI, really needs a lot of data to work properly, okay? So that's one. So things... So the availability of big exactly. data sets. Like, like Google had a major role to play in it, accumulating, uh, you know, millions and millions of images in their databases. People used to you know, take pictures, upload it and all that. So, and it's easy also to retrieve. So, um, like- So let me understand, yeah. uh, a big data set. Yeah, we did talk about that probably. So the really? link between big data set and the AI. Exactly. So this big data is required to train, call it training AI model, because you have to teach the AI model using some algorithms on the fact that this is a cow, this is a dog, this is a cat, and you have to do that many, many times before it really understands what's, no, understands a big word, before it can <laughs> recognize yeah. algorithmically that this is a cow, this is a cat. And, and imagine 20 years ago, I needed a thousand pictures of a cat, just a thousand, I'm not talking about a million, thousand pictures of a cat, I couldn't get it. I needed to mobilize a small team to get that. Yeah, Today. So YouTube is all cats, right? <laughs> so all I There's need to do- There's some of that very funny. <laughs> yeah. All I need to do is basically Google 
cats, dogs, image set, whatever. And I get all those images. So, so that, the algorithm to learn was the same, but they just the missed there the input. There was a little bit of improvement, but no, sure. we just missed the input. And the second big contributor was the compute power. Like the computers 20 years ago, you remember when we were younger, those computers sucked <laughs> big time, right? Yeah. Eh? It's like a yeah. hundred times less powerful than the cell phones we have today. So mm, nothing serious could be done on that, those computers. I mean, you could send people to the moon if you consider it serious, but yeah, apart from that, we couldn't. What do you mean? <laughs> we, we couldn't, what I meant is we couldn't teach uh, a computer to recognize cats and dogs. No, that's not what I meant about <laughs> what you mean. What the, what you mean about if you take this series? No, what I meant okay, is- Okay, but this is probably, I will invite you uh, talking about that next exactly, time. Exactly, exactly. But what I meant really is that the computer, especially a specific hardware called GPUs, the graphical processing unit, which most of the folks would know as an important component in playing video games. Any video game you play, like 10 years ago, had that kind of horrible lag. And now it's much smoother because there are these massive, powerful graphics engines called GPUs in most gaming computers. And um, these AI researchers use that for their advantage because those GPUs, as they're called, graphic process unit, are extremely good at doing the kind of mathematics required to train AI systems. Okay. So we just use that. And uh, the watershed movement, when everything changed, really, I mean, things were changing slowly at that time, but uh, what many people considered a watershed moment is 2012. There's a big competition called ImageNet, there was one at least, called ImageNet, which was basically what a million images and what we call a thousand classes. A class is something like cat, dog, airplane, house, okay? And the challenge was you take these million images and train a computer to recognize and to accurately point at what is a cat, what's a dog, and so on and so forth. Um, and this competition was going on for a while. And then this person that I talked about, Jeff Hinton and the student went there. And that year they outperformed everybody by like usually the improvement over years was like half a percent, one percent, two percent was considered amazing. But this year they beat others by 16%. Oh my God. Like that was like, everybody's like, what the hell? Is so happening. the hippie were not considered the hippie. Anymore. Yeah, the hippies were like, oh, these guys <laughs> smoke something today. <laughs> What's happening? Let's have a look at this. Now. Right? And and, yeah. and that really, like, I could say overnight made current neural networks, as they're called, or deep neural networks, the superstars. And that's what we, the, the shockwaves are even felt today across the industries, billions of dollars being spent on this stuff. So what are, in this, in this regard, indeed, uh, you just introduced it, what are the, um, the, um, the potential, what are the application, practical application that uh, really uh, changed our, our way of living uh, thanks to AI? So um, many people will, may not recognize this, right? But, indeed, like, you know, 
they, everybody uses, uh, everybody, but a lot of people use Google. They use Siri on their, on their iPhones, all right? And these are all internally powered by what we call AI algorithms, right? Now you see that um, more than half of all uh, Google products are powered by AI. It all happens sort of behind the scenes. Even simple things like um, your spam filters in your, in your email is AI algorithm. So the problem is that when people talk about AI, they have this vision of the Terminator. Yeah, uh, but AI uh, right now, practically, the AI that makes money at least is all these simple things. And that's why a lot of these companies are interested because AI can help them make sense of massive amounts of data they've been collecting with no human power to analyze them or look for patterns in them. So AI helps them analyze these patterns. And the, the topic close to my heart, what I work on right now is how AI could help with medicine or medical imaging, right? So that's one of the sort of, um, uh, or you can say, uh, that's a, you know, when you say AI helped with building better uh, recommendation or advertising, people are like, oh hell, they make more money for big company. But one of the things that we highlight about AI is the fact that they're doing great in, in medicine. Like uh, now AI can perform, okay, they you might have many radiologists hold me to this, but uh, it is true that now AI is already, if not already in the next year or so, will be much more accurate than most radiologists in analyzing. Recognizing uh, yeah, any kind of pathology. Any yes. kind of pathology, right? And uh, because of this, this, uh, um, um, this scale, I mean, let's call it like that, to recognize, as you said before, patterns. This scale patterns, but that is an interesting reason for it, right? Because as I said that the AI um, machines, they need to be trained. And when they need to be trained, they need to be given for at least the first period when they are trained, they need to be told what is what, right? Mm -hmm. Now, the way we accumulate this, what they call data set, is not by asking one radiologist. We accumulate this by giving the same images to five of the top radiologists in the world. So what the algorithm is learning is from five of the top radiologists top. in the world, right? Or if there's a great app to detect uh, skin uh, conditions or skin cancer and so on. And that's done by the true labels or the fact that the machine is trained by the top dermatologists in the world. Which can be updated probably very fast. Exactly. Very so it's not the fact that AI is smart, but the fact that we are assimilating the knowledge of five or 10 top guys in the field. And any radiologist would agree that he is not better than the five best in the world. Okay, so think of AI as condensing the knowledge of the top experts into one system. How can you compete with that? Wonderful, I will stop here because uh, I'm gonna ask you something provocative later. Uh, I mean, 
provocative, provocative and also a bit natural. Probably everyone is thinking about what I'm thinking, but I'm going to ask you later, uh, after this uh, great uh, Italian artist, is called Antonio Sorgentone, is uh, from Abruzzo, actually, from where uh, your beautiful Teresa's wife, wife, <laughs> wife Teresa, yeah. your wife Teresa, uh, come from. Uh, is a, a rockabilly, uh, rock and roll kind of uh, uh, artist. Uh-huh. And uh, this song is called Pit the Pit, which reminds me a bit of the, 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 I don't know, some sound of some some artificial intelligence robotic. <laughs> pit the Pit the Pit, you will listen in a, in a really few seconds what I'm talking about. And I put this song because it was the last of the last show, but it only lasts five seconds. I, now we're going to listen to all the song. Pitty Pitty from uh, Antonio Sorgentone. Wait a sec. I had uh, the Foo Fighters that uh, on the background. So now is the song I was talking you about. Antonio Sorgentone and uh, I just uh, got a message from uh, uh, one of my best friends 
uh, who actually will listen to the radio. Thank you very much, uh, Marcello, who actually uh, was the one who made me uh, who, um, who made me uh, know uh, this uh, this uh, this artist, this uh, Abruzzi, Abruzzian. What? Abruzzese. <laughs> Abruzzese <laughs> artist. Uh, great. Uh, so someone is listening to us, oh, that's good. Italians, uh, uh, English uh, speakers. So uh, we are uh, in a good uh, kind of, uh, in a good, uh, I can't say, we are, we are, I mean. Good vibe. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, um, so let's, let's uh, just uh, uh, continue on what uh, uh, we left, namely, Uh, you just stress the power of artificial in intelligence, like uh, being really lifesaver also because you made a uh, um, very clear uh, example on, uh, on uh, some, some medical application, uh, how um, artificial intelligence may outperform actually the, the, the human average medical, medical doctor. So is that, is that it? I mean, Uh, I, I must stress that not only the average, but it also performs one expert, right? Yeah, because so, because yeah, because you have many experts. Yeah, many yeah. experts are always better even, than one expert, even even more. Yeah. So what what I mean, what do we are used for? So what the human being? So so will the human being uh, ex extinct like in a matrix kind of kind of way? So can okay. can can the artificial intelligence be dangerous in this regard? As as some some like uh, some some bright people uh, tend to say, yeah. Well, I mean that's that's for you to answer, right? Like, in in, in a sense, um, I always when people you know there's all this media thing going on about Elon Musk saying, oh, this is the end of the human race if you don't uh, keep AI in check and. So wh what do you want for the human race? What, what is it? What, like in a million years or a billion years, what do you see the human race should be? Should we be like this? Or just continue uh, like this forever? This, this, I mean, yeah, we have several uh, problems, I think. So in terms of, I mean, how, how uh greedy we are uh, uh sure. not like, not care like, careful we are on, 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 let's say we fix all that yeah do, do, <laughs> okay that's okay. a big thing sure. Right? yeah sure sure <laughs> if you fix all that um what is what is it that we want okay and it's like human beings will be extinct and so So I'm not, I'm Why not, not? <laughs> you, you yeah, I'm not saying, <laughs> so what is important, I think is like, there are two things when, why people are scared. I think one is the speed. Like, let's make a, like a funny thought experiment. Let's assume that we were monkeys or bonobos a few million years ago, okay? Living in Africa. Um, and to us, if we would have shown the future us and said, in 10 years, you'll be like that. Those monkeys will go crazy. They say, no, <laughs> right? We, we, we don't want that. And, yeah. and, and we all accepted it. We all, 
including the monkeys, accepted it. Because it happened on a million or two million year time scale. It was so slow that the change was automatically became part of our DNA. It was accepted, literally part, became part of our DNA. It yeah, was accepted. Yeah. yeah. So that seems to be okay. But the fact that an AI system would look very different from us, be faster or better than us, it's scary because it's happening in very short time. So people are afraid of this because of the, one, because of the short time in which the change is happening, okay? And I think we should not be worried about whether the human kind will disappear or not. We should be worried about if humanity will disappear or not. And that is our challenge. I mean, for humanity, just for me to understand, you mean the humanity within the artificial intelligence? Humanity within ourselves. So what the best we can do or the best we should strive to do is to not like strive to preserve the flesh and bones that we are as humans, but what we have learned about the human spirit, the, the empathic nature of humans, the skills we have honed over the years to help each other, to be there for each other. These are skills which are far from any AI systems we have today. So with this wonderful thing, wonderful ending and conclusion, i will, I mean, I don't think we can, uh, I mean, we can do better than that. So I will stop here. Thank you very much, Rajat. It's uh, only one minute left. Uh, I really, really hope that I will have you again, uh, probably continuing on the, on this uh, uh, ethical issue, probably knowing your expertise, talking about something completely different, yeah. food. I know that you also are a very good uh, cook, so wow, why not? Uh, so, and I also thank uh, Radio Onda Italiana to host us uh, once again. And uh, I will see you uh, next, uh, the, the 12th of November. So, which should be the second uh, uh, Tuesday of uh, of the month of November. So now we leave you with, uh, with the Sirtaki. So just to get back to our origin and uh, see you next month. Bye. Bye, Rajat. Thanks Thank a you. lot. Thanks. Bye. Yeah.